Hit the crap out of that. This, this is the Rich Eisen Show. So, uh, what's your impressions of what you what you have in your hands, and what what do you what do you think uh, deserves spotlighting, Jay Billis? Well, first of all, you have no idea what I have in my hands right now. The Rich Eisen Show. (laughs) Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. NFL insider for The Athletic, Michael Lombardi. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Michael Irvin. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. It's free agency frenzy Tuesday, don't you know? As soon as I'm done here with this hour, our final hour of the three-hour show, I'll appear on NFL Network with the man that's about to join us in hour number three of this show, Michael Irvin. So, man. And, oh, by the way, is this a man? A man? Um, uh, joining me and Irv, uh, I've just been told in the commercial break, Steve Smith, Sr. Hey. Oh, yes, Steve Smith, Sr. So uh, it'll be great uh, when I bring up uh, David Cully in the Pro Bowl. Uh, that'll be wonderful. How great was that story? God. If you missed it, uh, Google it uh, or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, to find out just how long Steve Smith can hold a grudge. That man is um, Well, he said he wasn't holding a grudge. He was just telling the truth. Rookie in 2001 Pro Bowl, and hey, uh, he made it as it? a returner, and he said Specialist. that said that somebody, what, somebody on the other team was playing both receiver and um, – or somebody – he said something was going on where either somebody on the team was playing both receiver and something else, and so he went and joined the receivers because they were short. Somebody, right, and right. you know, he was a receiver of note as well as a return specialist who made the the uh, Pro Bowl. And Cully's like, "Yeah, uh, you go with the receivers. You're not a receiver here." That's oh, yeah, why would you do that to Steve Smith? Oh boy! <laughs> why would you do that? Oh boy! Oh, please go to our YouTube page for that story. YouTube.com/slash Rich Eisen Show. So David Cully knows how to be uh, in a sticky situation and get out of it. So hopefully he can do so for the Texans. <laughs> Albert Breer and Michael Lombardi already on this program. Check out again our YouTube page. YouTube.com/slash Rich Eisen Show. If you are watching us on Peacock, you can hit the uh, sports tab that's right above my finger as soon as. Uh, you're done with this and catch everything. We're also repeated uh, on NBC Sports on Peacock. And if you don't have Peacock, it's free. Go get the app. It's awesome. Chris Brockman, uh, I know you usually have a news update around this time. Do you have one? Because there's tons of news popping one. in the NFL. Let's get to that one. before we get to Michael Irvin here on this show. Go for it. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brockman. All right, Christopher, what do you have over there? All right, just some uh, NFL stuff, catching up on free agency, of course. Big news of the day, the Patriots making a big splash, guys, after yesterday spending nearly $200 million of free agency, including top tight end Johnny Smith. They added... Chargers tight end Hunter Henry, three years, thirty-seven and a half million, twenty-five million guarantee. All right, Patriots loading up for twenty twenty-one. Yes, indeed. And so you know, obviously, uh, the two tight ends set that uh, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Before uh, we all know what happened with him, that was uh, that was something else. They were the first team to really do that. They were the two big tight. They ends. were. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you know, well, let's uh, let's stop us. Well, because again, it's 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 creating the matchup problems when you have two guys like that, and you're going to put like what you'll put your best linebacker on one, and maybe your best safety on another, or your bet your best, you know, um, big cover guy. You got two of them. 
because that's what you're going to need. Yeah. Certainly if Cam comes out of the backfield and is bigger than both his tight ends. He is. That's what I'm and saying. That's the thing. I know. Or you hand it. Look, I'm, it's the whole thing with New England, you know, and, and, and this is definitely not born out of fantasy where you get frustrated when you have a fantasy player on, on the team that's a running back. I, I know they just have a different like it's 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 like Sony Michelle week or it's Damian Harris week or it's Rex Burkhead week or it's James White week or something like that last year. I think what 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 do you think? Just just give that to that Alabama kid and see if he could be just like every other Alabama yeah. kid that's been coming out of college. It's Damian Harris time and then it's Rex Burkhead on third down. It's like let's right. go. And then if Sony so. Michelle will get and if he's healthy a carry here snuff, or there. Yeah. See Edelman come back? Let's go. You know? Yeah, because James White looks like he's gone. Bucks drawing interest from Tampa Bay, so. Wow, if he goes there. You're right. Ronald Jones and James White and Tom Brady and Maybe Chris Godwin and Rob Gronkowski. And, I mean, they're going to run it back. I do like the Patriots moves, man. Just And once again, I don't think it's any sort of um, th- four-dimensional chess that Belichick saw the minute that Brady was gone, that the pandemic was coming, and so let's sacrifice this year on the altar of 2021 free agency where we're going to have a ton of uh, opportunity because we'll have a ton of cap space. I-, I don't think it's anything like that. I think it's like he went through the 2020 season. He sees what he's got in 2021. He notices that there's a ton of cap space that he's got. He notices that a lot of teams don't have nearly as much cap space. He sees the cap go down. They all knew it was going to go down. So the amount of cap space that he's got becomes that much more valuable. Let's strike it and let's go get players who are young in their prime. And we don't have to spend that much overspend for them compared to other years. And sign them to contracts that are two to four years in length and go to work. I like and it. then maybe use a 15th overall pick on a quarterback that drops or the best player available, whatever. Or do you think that he's just going to be totally out of character? And these things usually come in threes, right? So this is one. Two would be to just package everything together, mortgage the future, and go get that young quarterback right now in the draft. Just go totally hog wild there. And then number three would be to uh, do, you know, uh, a late night uh, show where it's, uh, you know, late night with Bill and he comes out and he starts doing – you know, some uh, stand-up comedy. Like, I mean, just jokes. totally, just yeah. totally go off the reservation completely. I mean, he did a do what subway commercials and See, stuff. Look last, at that. You know what Maybe I mean? that was the first. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was the first. Showing some personality with the dog in the chair there last you go. year. I know, right? The Nike the dog. Let's like go. It. I like the new Bill. I mean, I love Maybe. the new Bill. What else you got, Chris? Uh, we didn't talk about this at all, but this is a huge deal. Bud Dupree coming off his injury last year. Signs with Tennessee, five years, $82.5 million. Congrats to him with a blown-out knee and everything. Big signing, $35 million guaranteed. I'm telling you, man, Cl- you know, they missed Clowney when he wasn't uh, you know, healthy and active last year, that's for sure. And if there's anybody who knows what to do with Bud Dupree, it's certainly Mike Vrabel. And I'll tell you this. We we talked. We did talk about the Steelers with Breer. This is Big Ben's last season. Yeah, for sure. Well, who's the running back going to be? Who are the wide receivers going to be if it's not Juju there anymore? What are they going to do? Who's the quarterback if Ben gets hurt? Is it Dwayne Haskins? Um, they still have Mason Rudolph. I know he's there. They still but... have Mason Rudolph. Right? Let's see what happens with Sam Darnold. That's another one of those that would be a perfect yeah. fit. I don't think the Jets would in a million years trade him within the conference, certainly there to Pittsburgh. But you never know. Somebody might offer the best possible package. All right, some other stuff. Uh, Shaq Griffin, Seahawks, 
defensive back. Goes to Jacksonville, three years, $44 million. $29 million guaranteed. That's a monster deal. And another piece of the puzzle goes away for the Seahawks. That's correct. That's correct. I'm telling you, the more and more that everything's playing out, We'll have to see how it all goes. Oh, We're man. still so early here. I know, so early. So but early. the way it more and more it plays out, I I really like the Rams in that division. Mm. I really, really do. I know the Rams are going to, you know, they've already lost some parts in free agency. And I don't know, man. I, I just like, I like um, Stafford there. I like the way that they're, that they're built offensively. Well, they have three good running backs. They'll they have good wide them. receivers, good tight ends. They'll Obviously, we know the defense. Right. They'll smoke them if they got them on, um, on uh, the Thursday night of the draft. I heard a, a hot rumor that even though teams are allowed to be back in their facilities, the Rams already acquired a spot uh, in Malibu overlooking the ocean. Oh, wow. Nice. Literally, I mean, if you don't have a first-round draft choice, oh, wow. and Stan Kroenke, <laughs> Stan Kroenke probably owns 19 million properties up there. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we're going to see some nice shots of the sun setting on the draft from Rams War Room Cam as they're, you know, honestly, they're, you know, looking good, Sean, feeling good, Les, you know, like literally clinking glasses. They can come on the boat. You want to be out there? Yeah, I want to be out there. Well, certainly you better buy You better get a bigger Mike, boat. Mike. You better get your bigger Much boat. Much bigger boat. Yeah, please. Come on. Stan Kroenke. Come on. You got to come correct, brother. Stan's yeah. got some more zeros. Seriously, you you got a dinghy compared to what Stan's probably got uh, docked out there. Patriots may not be done. Mike Giardi, NFL Network, saying they've had conversations with Chris Carson and Leonard Fournette. Okay. Speaking of the Bucks, they're actively having conversations with Indomitian Sue, Leonard Fournette, Ryan Suckup, and Antonio Brown. Who wants to run it back? Looking to bring all those guys Which back. one? Who wants to run it back? Who wants to take a little bit of a discount to play with TB12 and run it back one more time and go back to back? Who wants it? Ryan Suckup better want it. <laughs> what if he's the one that says, the hold up. you know what? No, 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 no. no, no. I'm, no. I'm good. I'm I'm go, I got mine. I'm going to go kick for a three-win team because I have principles. <laughs> hey, we talked about the Packers yesterday, a big signing uh, Aaron Jones over the weekend. Big three, all their weapons. This guy was big for them last year, Robert Tunyon. They extended a second-round tender on Robert Tunyon, so Green Bay now has the right to match any offers to come his way or get a second-round pick back for him. Okay. Well. $3.3 million tender. Oh, Basically ensures man. he's going to stick around with Green Bay. I hope so, man, because we did talk about it yesterday, and, and um, you know, I got some interesting responses when we tweeted out, like, who's got the best big three yeah. in the NFL? And it was, you know, Hill, Mahomes, and anybody else. And I'm like, well, that's uh, not the deal. Like, it's yeah, got to be running it's back. All three guys. Like, if we said who's got the best quarterback, wide receiver, tight end tandem in the NFL, I mean, there's, with all due respect to Robert Tunyon. Right, Kansas City has that locked Kansas up. Kansas City's got it locked sure. up. Sure. But the old, you know, we got Michael Irvin coming up. We're talking triplets. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Right. There is Dak and Zeke and Amari Cooper. I got, I got some Baker, Chubb, Odell. You know, but Odell's got a blown out knee and, and, you know, I can't, you know, as much as Baker took a major leap forward last year, we're going to put him in the category of Aaron Rodgers. No. Like, see, when you've got a goat like Aaron Rodgers and the defending MVP, you've got to come seriously correct with someone like yeah. Mahomes to correct it, right? Or Russell Wilson or somebody who's top yeah. five, right? Josh Allen. Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen. Right. Josh Allen does have 
Stephon Diggs. Diggs. No question that is dynamite, and it's tough to beat. But when you throw the running back in there, yeah, Devin Singletary. Uh, you can't out. No, I mean you can't even go higher register with Singletary or Zach Moss. You yeah. can't even do that. What else you got? I mean, you know, Atlanta with Ryan and Julio Jones and whatever, and and Todd Gurley. I mean, look, this isn't you know uh, Matt Ryan MVP season, and Julio can't stay healthy, and Gurley is. From two years ago, we'd have this conversation. Maybe. It's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, who's up there with Mahomes and Hill, who's up there with Allen and Diggs, who's up there with any quarterback-wide receiver combination, right? Now you throw Aaron Jones in there? Who can throw an Aaron Jones in there? Devontae Adams had 18 touchdowns. That's a top three. (laughs) And my favorite responses were, because, you know, you tweeted out the video from Matt Rich Eisen's show. Then I retweeted it saying, best quarterback, running back, wide receiver duo is you go. And if you didn't see the video, you might think I'm talking about all time. So Jeremy Schapp starts responding with all time, like Montana (laughs) Rice Craig. (laughs) And I'm like, no, current video. And And, you know, Schapp responds like, I didn't. You know, I didn't, you know, it wasn't clear. And I'm like, well, if you click the video, not only you become wiser, but you also give a close friend, you're crediting your close friend with a video click. Yeah. So he starts, you know, Zonka, Greasy, (laughs) Warfield, like, you know, like we're we're doing a a, a parting shot on a Sunday here. And I'm like, come on, man. But honestly, I think the Packers have it, right? Am I wrong? I think you're right. And you throw Tunyon in there. Now you want to open it up to tight ends. Obviously, Kansas City will take it from there. You know, if Jimmy G stepped it up and you got Kittle and then Mostert, right? And then their wide receiver position is not really up. Well, they're not up there. You know, Debo's not up there with Devontae Adams and whatever. Sure. But, you know, if you open it up to the tight end, does Kelsey over Tanyan, zero out Jones over Clyde, Eli- Clyde edwards Elair. Hmm. Now, we're, now, now we're finally Close. into it. Close. But the fact that the Packers have that, boy, if they could just play some defense, man. Yeah. And then maybe draft one more receiver for, for Rodgers. Off we go. Two more things real quick. Saints yeah. among teams interested in Richard Sherman. All right. Per Tom Pelissaro. Uh-huh. And Super Bowl odds have been moved a little bit after yesterday's action. Okay, hold on a second. Um, the Chiefs were still in first place, right? Chiefs are still in first place. They actually improved a little bit. Because of Joe Tooney being signed? Because of Joe Tooney Because they're signing, they're signing yeah. to protect Mahomes. Chiefs four and a half to one, nine, nine to two. Okay. Bucks and Packers still eight to one. Bills and Ravens eleven to one. Patriots had the biggest jump, guys. Forty to one now, thirty-three to one oh, to win the Super Bowl. Rich, the Jets, Corey Davis. Oh, didn't yeah. talk about it. it. We didn't talk about didn't it. Didn't talk about it. Went from a hundred to one to eighty to one. Yeah. Jets making moves. All right, let's just cut to it. Hey, man, if we just keep lopping off a quarter of the way or a fifth yeah. of the way, twenty yeah, percent of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we really going to end up seeing a Patriots Bucks Super Bowl next year? Well, we're seeing it in the regular season. Yes. Those, that is a matchup in the regular season. Yes. So we're Fox looking forward to, to that. Let's go to Foxborough. I we can only hope that Cam is healthy for that, and so is Brady. 100%. We're knocking on wood if you're with me. 
But we're definitely going to see that. I just, I, I don't no. know. I got some strange feeling, man, yeah, man. that come next February. <laughs> we thought that was going to happen last year. Yeah, but 2020, no, we threw that really out. Like, as you know, as you know, um, going from 20, from any f- football season to the next is to say you can run it back is, it's it's a long shot. Okay, it's a long shot. But you can't put anything past Brady. That's number one. True that. And the Packers, I think, are are, are have not regressed, so I don't mind them being where they are there. Yeah. And I still think it's the Chiefs' world in the AFC. It really is, as long as Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey, and they're all coming back, so. and they added some protection for him, and you know they'll make some wise moves in the draft. You know they'll do that. You know The question is, can the Ravens take another leap forward? Can the Browns take another leap forward? I think Buffalo's close. It's Buffalo giving the run for the money. Yeah. And we'll see, can Wentz have a rebirth in Indianapolis? Can And then there's always... about that. And then what yeah. happens with Miami? Does Deshaun Watson tip the balance of anything of what we're talking about, going from the Texans to another team in the AFC? Perhaps. And then there's always one team that you don't see coming. Always. Could be the Chargers. Always. Could be the Chargers. I'm mean, just never, you know, in the AFC... But we'll talk about how Dallas looks in the NFC now that Dak is back in the fold. I mean, we're winning it. Oh, the old oh. 90s. TJ Jefferson just showed up because a triplet's about to join us. Yes, sir. Oh, don't take the Michael Irvin cheese, TJ. We're back with Irvin in a second. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on our radio network, and joining me here is the man we just heard uh, in our Peacock-only segment right there. I will be on with him at the top of the hour in the free agency frenzy uh, program that's going on nonstop, wall-to-wall coverage of NFL free agency on NFL Network. My compadre from NFL Game Day Morning and Pro Football Hall of Famer, Michael Irvin. How are you, Irv? 
Rich, I'm doing great, Rich. I'm, I'm, I'm happy and looking forward to this little show we're about to do. Yes. And even seeing the movement. And I can only be this happy seeing the movement knowing that my guy will not be moving. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? A TCB, <laughs> taking care of business. And I was saying, it does, you know what, I mean, uh, you know, obviously it matters how much Jerry Jones, you know, paid for Dak Prescott uh, if it takes away from the rest of the salary cap. But they actually lowered his number for this year when the number's lower, so maybe they'll be able to make some hay. But, you know, as somebody we just heard, again, in our Peacock-only segment, for those might have missed it on our radio show, uh, you telling uh, a story about Jerry Jones making you laugh when he was telling you no about uh, a contract uh, for more money. And what what do you think? How should Dak take it when he sits next to Jerry, who says that uh, he anything that's ever been worth it, he's overpaid for? How do you think Dak should take that comment, Michael? Well, in, 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 if you've heard Jerry talk, and I'm sure Jack, Dak has heard Jerry talk many a times. You know, un, un, honestly, many a times. He's always used that analogy when anything he thought had great value. Because he said he'd overpaid for it, it still means he says it has great value that I would overpay for it. See, we, this thing goes both ways. You know, and, it, and then he also said that always have proven to be a good thing. To be a good thing. So absolutely. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be taking that as a slight, especially – he just paid me a hundred million millies over the last two years. <laughs> Thirty that year, last year, and seventy-five this year. Settle down just a little bit. There he goes. <laughs> just chimed in. That's what I'm saying right there. That's what I'm saying. Y'all know what? Let me tell y'all this, man. And this is funny, dog. I'm not rich. I was with Stephen Jones, me, Dad, Jerry. We were all at a party a couple years ago at the Super Bowl, right? And we were all hanging out. And Stephen, of course, we had, and I had a few in us and hanging out. Stephen said, well, you know what, my dear, Michael, listen. We were talking about Dak Prescott. He said, man, you know, one day, one day, if he continues down his path, I'm going to have to write a check for $200 million to him. I said, oh, come on, Stephen, 200 I thought he was crazy. Basically, he just wrote that check for $200 million. It's incredible. It's incredible. Now comes the hard part, though, because now um, now that he's been paid like this and uh, yeah. the team is going all in here uh, with he and Cooper and Zeke uh, chewing up uh, a chunk of the cap, to say the least, if not a quarter or more than a quarter on this team and just three players – where where do the Cowboys rank going into 2021? I know that free agency hasn't landed and the draft hasn't landed yet, but you know what the level of expectation will be. What's their what's what's their expectation in your mind? We're looking at cap hits, available cash under the cap. Dallas has already made I think significant improvement by just going back to what they did before on defense, making that decision in the offseason on the style of defense that you'll go back to playing, you know, I, I think that's going to make a huge difference. And, and, and you talk about the pressure that's put on that. Rich, I'm going to tell you something, you know, and everybody you hear talk about, I, that, that's how he performs. That, that's the best place 
and that's how he performs. So I'm not worried about that either. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. And it does change once you get that money. Once you get that kind of money, oh, my God. You just have got, you got, you got to be God on the football field just about. And that kind of pressure will be sitting on Dak's back. And, and, and I can't wait to see how he answers the bell because he has always answered the bell. All right, so then let's get uh, specific then, since you just uh, uh, did not. Um, NFC East, you expect them to win that? 2021? Oh, let me tell you something. It was a shoe-in. I, 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 I listen, I was like, it's over. Are you joking? Shoe-in. I was telling Stephen A. the other day, it's over. The NFC East, they'll win that. And Rich, no joke. And Ryan Fitzmagic signed with Washington. And I started saying, oh, why do you do that? Because I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, listen to me. Ryan says magic and take that stuff he does over to Washington and, 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 and they can get somewhere and do something. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. I'm a little worried about I don't that. blame you. I respect him enough that, that, that that's a possibility right there. That that was a move that just didn't, I didn't like too much. I bet. I bet, you know, and because, uh, you know, with that defense and, you know, obviously what? he might turn it over a little bit more than what Ron Rivera would like. But, I mean, you know, the way he's going to try and jam it in the window to McLaurin and Logan Thomas and the, the running game. And um, I, I would be concerned about that. But you still think shoo-in for Dallas in yeah, the yeah, NFC East. Yeah. Okay, so then let's go higher up. Let's go higher up. Uh, do you think with Dak being re-signed, Dan Quinn being brought in to run a defense that you think is more, um, you know, familiar with the personnel? And I think that a lot of people were saying that was a big problem with their defense last year. Um, and, you know, we'll put aside why Dallas even considered that um, to begin with, but that's the past. So now what about um, Green Bay? Do you think Dallas is better than Green Bay going into 2021? Just first blush right now? I think Dallas will play a good game with Green Bay in the playoffs. Absolutely, with a chance of winning that football game. Absolutely. Okay. Especially with this, with, with, with the offensive line that will get back the guys that are healthy, but also the guys that have to step in now. They have that experience. So when to, to be the backup. So if these guys Tyron doesn't hold up, you got somebody now with some sustainable ability to back it up. Absolutely, I do. Okay. Uh, let's go further up the flow chart then. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, your defending Super Bowl champs, who you who you were so all over in the Super Bowl as if yeah, you were all good. over them for all 26 weeks. That's okay. That's the past. We can forget about that too. Uh, the Buccaneers, do you think the Cowboys are going to be better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2021? First blush as we're sitting here right now that now that Dak's in the fold and you know there's some more draftees, et cetera, coming. And here's the issue here. Here's the situation there. Okay. You know, because cause, cause you, you, you want to put it out as if you got me in a corner here with this. But let me tell you how I <laughs> no. to be. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm going to try to pick me against this wall. <laughs> I'm no, no. I don't know where you're picking up that tone from, Michael. I don't understand. Yeah. Where, where are you getting that from? I don't know. I don't Dallas. Know has the physical talent that, that, that even playing with a few bad decisions within a game can still take over and beat the Green Bay Packers and move on. Now, here, Dallas also has the physical talent, at least offensively, 
offensively because if that line is intact, that'll slow down those guys up front, the physical talent to compete with Tampa Bay. But it will have to be the perfect game, the perfect game in order for them to be because Tom isn't going to make many mistakes. So, so, so that's how I would drop that answer. Now the question could be, could they get to the perfect game? And I, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to see. Well, obviously that could definitely happen. All right. Um, so should I even ask you about the Chiefs, or are you going to accuse me of trying to box you in here? But you know, no, I, no, no. The Chiefs are good too. They, they, they did. They, you know how to sound interesting. How everybody's reacting. Everybody's reacting to what just happened in nineteen. That's what. The, so, so that first few, that first day is like we're going okay. You know what? Ended our season last year. We're going. That's the first thing we're going after. And the Chiefs. It, it, we talked about tackles and Fisher being out. But what really ended it was they, they came right up the middle of that field, and, and 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 Patrick Mahomes had nowhere to go. You know, sometimes even the tackles, you still uh, get a pocket, and he steps up in, right. and then well, you know, so he gets five steps backwards or seven steps backwards, and a few steps forward, and that's all it takes. Tyreek Hill way past you by then, it's over. But when you do came right up the middle, when he came right in the middle, they couldn't even do that, and they solidified that by still in the Patriots. Mark, Michael Irvin here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. This, this uh, tweet caught my eye. I don't know if you saw it. If you, if you, if you didn't, uh, I can describe it for you as we put it up on the screen. It's DeAndre Hopkins tweeting out a photograph of him looking very happy in a Cardinals uniform, and it's his one-year anniversary mood because it was one year ago today that he learned that the Cardinals were acquiring him from the Texans. And the first thought I had... Um, Michael was to also ask you about this is how do you think that's playing in the phone or timeline of Deshaun Watson today in the middle of yeah. free agency right now? Well, what do you think, Michael? Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. That, that's rich. Or is that a leap? That, is that too much of a leap? You tell me. Yeah. I, I tell you, but, but what you're saying is how much did that strengthen his position for him? as he sees this, you know, when he said, okay, I'm willing to do what it takes, even if I have to take it to that 10th level, you know, or the 12th level, that's after the clock strike, when it strikes midnight, you know, where I sit out and stuff. How much is he willing to give to have that and not go back to what he had? So, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, because you're, you're – you're seeing it. You know what it what it what it means. You know when old school general managing or old school management um, certainly when they think that they bestowed upon you uh, a contract worthy of your talent in terms of money and security and no trade clause that you know when battle stations come to it that eventually you know right now we're saying hey, you know what there's no deadline until the draft anyway free agency is not that big of a deal and then if the draft comes and goes and there is no trade. Then all of a sudden, this sends things in a totally different realm where you're going to force the player to choose between his money and his principles. And then when yeah. that happens, things can go completely sideways. Um, and again, seeing uh, a photograph of his teammate, uh, his all-pro teammate from back in the day, now teammates with another one of his all-pro teammates, 
from the Houston Texans that was just, you know, allowed to walk free, you know, and we understand that. Well, I know. And and that they're both there now. I I just saw that. And and I'm really not trying to stir anything up. I'm trying to give real talk here about how it might land in the palm of someone's hand to see that photograph, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, And I'm telling you, Rich, but just like you said, they know there's something down inside of Deshaun also. And I say, their approach has been, you know, I don't know, I don't know what they can say publicly, but if I if I'm them, I'm backdooring all the other players. You guys got to call Deshaun. You got to because he's more apt to bend to them, to his other players, to the other teammates, than he is to management. So, so I'm going to play. If I'm on that team, I'm on that team, man. I'm gonna move in. I'm gonna move in and be talking to him, trying to figure it out to help to help that situation. Right. I think he has shot if it comes from players, but no shot. All right. Coming from upstairs. Are you are you are you getting set to suit and boot for the show right now? Is that am I hearing closet doors open and close? Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm right moving now? from one to the other. Rich, you know, as I'm getting dressed, Rich, I like to even try to get some curls works in. You know, try to work out stuff. That's why I built the gym here. But then I moved to the studio to get ready to talk football while I'm getting my curls and my abs in. You know, of course, I'm watching the shows and preparing and studying and everything like that. I understand. Bitch. But you so, so, I don't, so are you, you trying to get swole before appearing <laughs> in a suit? Is that what you're saying to me? I don't know. Because I, I, I don't understand. It, it, are you going to show up in a hockey medium on NFL Network no, at the top no, of the no, hour? No, no, no. But, 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 oh, but the feeling, Rich, you're just looking at the outer casing. Yes. What really radiates the outer casing is the inner man. So that gets me in that moment. Okay. Like I'm about to go right right now. All right. Yeah. All right, Irv. Well, you go. You go ahead. You know, I know you got to get ready for everything, and I appreciate the time right here. And, you know, I really wasn't trying to box you in on anything, you know. I'm just – you know that the the clock's ticking here. I mean, uh, Jerry Mm -hmm. Jones was on the show before the 2020 season just at the outset. Um, saying that he asked the, he said that he asked the good Lord uh, when they had, when you had just two trophies, that if 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 you uh, bestow us with a third, I'll never ask for another. And now he's admitting I'm asking again. You know, like literally this is what he's saying. I mean, time is short here. He's got to get this thing done right now with these guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, and and and, and Jerry knows. You know, at the time he he made, he made that. Uh, God understood how important it was. But God's a forgiving God, too, now, Rich. He's a forgiving God. He says, Jerry, come back begging. He can forgive Jerry and let him win another one. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I know he made that promise, but he can forgive Jerry and let him win another one because that's what we'll have a chance to do, buddy. All right, I'm Arf. just telling you. Okay. I don't have the patience to jack with you. going to be okay. the greatest. I, I, I can't wait to see what comes out of Dak Prescott after going through all he's been through. Just the stories of it. I'm telling you, I love the journeys. I can't wait to see what comes out of it. I'll see you at the top of the hour on NFL Network, Michael. Thanks for the call. Absolutely, buddy. Right back at you. That's Michael Irvin at Michael Irvin 88. I had no idea he does the Del Tufo plan, which is working out before going on the air. I didn't know that. I mean, that's right. He's doing curls before he shows up in a suit. That's just the outer casing. It oh takes god. a nice chunk out of the pie. Oh my god. <laughs> He's got. A, he's had a heavy hand with the Jerry Jones drops, hasn't You've he? You've been. I mean, he did it over Irv just a minute ago. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's uh, just. He's out of his you know. mind. He's I out like of his mind. I, mean, I, I know like you're this. excited. <laughs> I am. 
Does this mean we got to get Stephen A on to rebut? Uh-oh. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Boy. I got to call him. I know he was on with Suze a couple weeks ago, but he didn't was. he say, I think he said that he would actually, he's going to be in LA and he'd come in. He's come in. And, um, Let's do it. you know, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll go through the protocols on that sort of thing, but we'll figure that out. And by the way, they're not, they're not ghost protocols when I say protocols. No, they're not. No, no, they're not. Well, old Dr. Jones. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. My God. Stop it. Uncle. Uncle. Never, never too much. Oh, my gosh. That was never good. too much. Mike, that one was decent. No, <laughs> that was good, Rich. I don't encourage you not to not feed the animals. We were talking. Thank you. That one was good. Uh, that one worked. That one worked. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we uh, we remember one of uh, uh, the passing of uh, an actor who is in some great movies, including my favorite comedy of all time. Let's put on our shades when we come back. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Um, uh, so the, um, news kind of hit me like the old ton of bricks. I don't know why this one hit me, but it did. Uh, the actor Yafet Koto passed away at the age of 81. Um, he was in the movie Alien. Um, spoiler alert. No bueno. Um, <laughs> movie's good. Unfortunately for him. Game over, man. Uh, Live and Let Die. So Live and Let Die, he played a Bond villain in Live and Let Die. Um, But for me, and he's had uh, many, many roles of note. For me, playing Alonzo Mosley, the FBI agent in Midnight Run, was truly one of his greatest Role, if not his greatest performance yeah. ever. Now, I haven't seen them all, but I'm also, as you know, very partial to this film. Of course. That Midnight Run, for me, is my favorite comedy of all time. Mm-hmm. And just the way that he played the role, the way that he handled the deft comedy that was required, and then the seriousness of it, it kind of hit me that Yafet Koto has uh, passed away at the age of 81. Man, the running man... The Running Man, of course. Yeah. He, was, he was. I mean, he's one of Arnold's. He was trying to help save cohorts. Whitman yeah. Price and Haddad, right? Of course. And um, that's right. And then late mm-hmm. '90s for me, Homicide: Life on the Street on NBC. Yes. An amazing drama. Love that show too. He plays one of the lead detectives. Now, my brother-in-law Scott Schuster, who you know well, um, he called me today and he kind of stopped me in my tracks, saying, "Could you make the case?" that the De Niro character from Midnight Run, Jack Walsh, okay. 
is the fifth or sixth best character in the entire film, Ooh. which on its face sounds like a total hot take. Whoa. Are we, From who Midnight did Scott Run. say was number one? Charles Grodin? Well, no. Number one is, is Dennis Serrano. Fr- Dennis, Dennis Farina is Serrano. Okay. 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 And then number two is just, like, if you had to rank them, you could put the Duke, Charles Grodin yeah, there. Yeah. You could put Yafit Koto, Alonzo Mosley, FBI in that slot, and you can't, you can't argue with it. Then you could put the Duke. Then it's Marvin Dorfler, yeah, Dorfler. I mean, and then it's Agger. Moscone, Agger. Joey Pants. I mean, Joey Pants right? is really funny. In this <laughs> and that, that we just named five characters before you, you even get to the De Niro, Jack Walsh, who, as you know, is the emotional and comedic center of the movie in many ways. You know, I mean, wants to open a diner, right? And it, shop, it, right? it really is. Amazing, because you could you could then even go, you know, Tony Darvo. I yeah. mean, there's a lot, you know, Jerry Geisler, who's got to get the donuts. I mean, there's many I mean, different. Great. But Yafit Koto is, I think you got to put him the way that he handled, you know, with the sunglasses and going after Jack Walsh yeah. and. Yeah. Right. I'm mostly. You, you know what I mean? Like you. I'm mostly. I'm mostly. It's a great movie. This is. It's a great movie. That's you know a, I mean? That like, is a. Like you said, on the surface, yes, hot take, because you're like, obviously it's a dinner movie. He's first, but yeah, on the rewatch, maybe not. So maybe high. not. So, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of higher register in a way when you Farinas, talk about Midnight Run. Well, I mean, he's, Dennis Farina as is Serrano, the head of the Duke. Uh, no question. Okay. I mean, the funniest, most laugh out loud character in the entire film is Dennis Farina as Serrano. You know. And then you could also say, uh, you What's know, his name? The, Sid, the, yeah, the Sydney, lawyer. the lawyer. The lawyer's pretty funny. Who's played by, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Oh, Boogie Nights, too. Well, oh, that's Boogie Nights. He's also the, uh, yes. the, the, the librarian uh, police in Seinfeld. <laughs> that's right. Went after him in the book. Um, gosh, why am I blanking his, on his name right now? But, you know, Sydney. Go Phil, Philip Baker Hall. Philip Baker oh, Hall. I mean, yeah. Was terrific in that film. Have a cream soda. Have a cream soda. Have a cream soda. You know, or I'll bury this. I'll bury this telephone in your head. You I also know, like the two idiots. Idiot, like, yeah, idiot two number idiots. one. More, more, more. Is this more in number more, one? Put more, more in number two, two on the phone. Yeah. And Tony Darvo's on the phone getting it from Serrano, and the other guy's putting on the cowboy. Hey, look Dude, at me. I'm Hopalong Cassidy. Take a picture. I mean, seriously, it's, I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite movies of all time and comedies of all time. And Yafit Koto. Was phenomenal in it. Yeah. Honestly, when my my brother in law said to me, like, you could make the case, is he fifth or sixth? I'm like, stop, stop, hold on a second. And then we walked through it. Yeah, you run it down yeah. and you're like, well, yeah, it's not totally It's not too out of out of kinda right. I got on. to work with him in ninety five yeah, on for a movie Koto. Of the week. Yes, with Elizabeth Montgomery and him. How many movies of the week did you work I on? I did like here? six or eight. Six or eight or maybe or ten. Eight. Yeah. Six maybe, or eight. Well, because I, 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 I... No, no. Let's just stop. Let's just average it out. You worked on seven. Yes. Okay. Say seven. So, right, but fine. But it was Elizabeth Montgomery right before she passed you away. You bewitched? But yes. Elizabeth Montgomery? Okay. Who actually sang me happy birthday on my birthday okay. in 1995. Which is on Friday. Which is on Friday. Which is on Friday. Now, Yafakota <laughs> Aliens, one of my favorite... The first Alien. Right. One of my favorite movies of all time. Right. And James Bond, I used to like, I loved the early James Bond. Live and Bond. Let Die, which is, you could make the case, the greatest Bond song ever. Yeah. From McCartney, Live and Let Die. So. But he was so cool. Like, he, anyone who asked him a question about a movie. Right. How was Ridley Scott to work with on, you know, whatever. 
How was that movie like shot because it was dark? It was and personable. It was like, I'm glad to hear he that. He was great. Man, it's rest in peace. Rest in peace. 81 years He's old. Ma- Alonzo Mosley, FBI. How about a, a little movie that, that doesn't get mentioned a lot, but do you guys remember The Park is Mine? Yes. No. It's like a TV yes. movie with Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Jones takes over Central Park. He takes, yeah, he holds Central oh, yeah. Park basically hostage. Okay. Yafet's one of the, the cops. Yeah. Trying Forgot to about that him. one. Yeah, that was like a TV movie back in like, let me, probably the early 80s. TJ, I, I haven't heard that I, one. I would love wow. to hear the, Mike, the just, you know, at, in, in, in just dribs and drabs, the Mike Del Tufo movie of the week filmography. Because this is where I you met Liza. Out, that's that's where you drove Liza Minnelli to her late night hangouts with Scott Baio, right? The first movie I did was The Other Woman, which was Jill Eikenberry and Laura Layton. I was Jill's driver because I used to can't. The, I don't know why the producers put me with the The cast. Other Woman '95. It yeah. came out in '95, but filmed in December '94. Yeah. You remember the Yafet Koto? You remember the name of yeah, the movie? Yeah, Buchanan. Deadline for Murder. Deadline for Murder. Uh, and the reason why I, I'm so fond of that movie because a playmate of the month was in that movie, oh. and I got to drive her to the set, and I was like, I mean, being a kid in L.A., you're like, yeah. oh, my God, you're going. And I forget who she was dating, some rock star at the time. So you had no shot. I, I, I'm rich. Come on. Who, who was it, Mike? I'm looking at the cast right now. Did you, ever, did you ever YOLO on, from the front? From, <laughs> no. From but then I, I drove Liza. I drove uh, in the same movie with Liza. I drove, uh, well, what's her name? Shawnee McLean. That was funny. Which was awesome. Went and, I, met, I met Roddy McDowell with Liza Minnelli and Shirley McLean at Roddy McDowell's house at a party that I dropped them off where Liza's like, you got to come in with us. I'm like, I walked in. It was insane. Were any of the these stars. All, I don't even know who else was there. Were was any funny. of these all-time greats yeah. who entrusted their safety? I mean, yeah. let's, let's put it as Liza like, wanted to hire me to travel with I got it. I, did, did any of them know that you once wrapped a police car around a tree? <laughs> no, I didn't. Cra- Why do you keep saying I wrapped my own car right. when I was a police officer? This is Either an way. easy story. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Either way. Are, but did, I was drunk driving. Is any of them, and I did get kicked off the police department. Did any, did any of yes. them, are any of them aware of that history no. when they got in the car? No. Because I'm a good driver, except when I'm drunk. I and I'm a good drive. Like, <laughs> but I don't drink and drive anymore. And they use the good well, good fellas phrase, I'm the schmuck on wheels who's got the Uber rating that people like making fun of. Yeah, but I, it was fun. Four, I five, had a fun four, time four, for five, four. A year. I bet. Met a lot of cool. What do we got? So what else, Mike? What are some other names of these movies? Uh, I think we got the gist. All right. I was looking. So tomorrow's show, uh, Ashton Kutcher. Is there something that I sh- I'm not allowed to ask him about your past, TJ? Whoa. Because you know I'm going to ask him for a good story and about Rich, you. Because you've known him. You, you were on the set of Punked all those years, correct? I was there, yeah. Okay. I was there. And Rich, a little bit of payback. Because, you know, he wanted to grill Susie about some, oh, uh, you know, some yeah. things that you don't ever talk about. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, that's I right. wanted you to. Did. You weren't in on this either? Yeah, when I'm not when I'm not here. And she's not going to take that cheese. She knows <laughs> not to. Like, there's... Ash Plus, there's nothing. It. There's no skeletons. There's no closet. No, I'm yeah. just saying. There's Ash will take it. Now, I was always I'm like, an open book, brother. I'm best dad ever. <laughs> I was always the cleaner, Rich. I was always the guy going around making sure everything was kosher and okay. copacetic because, right. you know, I, saw, I always saw the bigger picture. So the I would make sure. You're Chris Carter, you were the fall guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I wasn't the fall, fall guy. guy. I made sure the fall, fall guy, guy was never necessary. Yeah. 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 There you go. And don't worry, I booked someone in hour three. Uh, tomorrow night I'm going to Zoom with former Eagles coach Doug Peterson. That'll be on Thursday show. Oh, fantastic. So we'll have a nice chat with Doug. There's a lot of, a lot of questions. His, bro- his, mm-hmm. his, son, his, son, his son's, son's going through a pro day yeah. in, uh, in Louisiana uh, on Thursday. So there's all of that.
Uh, I want to thank Albert Breer, Michael Lombardi, and Michael Irvin. Uh, join me and Michael and Steve Smith Sr. at the top of the hour on NFL Network. We're going to add the frenzy to free agents frenzy. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to bring the frenzy. Has Belichick spent more money in the last two days than uh, a certain gross national product of any country on the planet? I think the answer is yes. Oh, look at that. Oh, Belichick's oh, millions. Yeah. Look at that. You don't have to be crazy to blow $200 million in one day. But it helps. Fantastic. Well done, Smitch. This is the Rich Eisen Show.